it can be so frustrating when you know you want to change something, whether it's adding more exercise, upping your nutrition game, or slowing down and spending a bit more time on self-care. And yet you just can't seem to quite move the needle. You know for sure that you'd feel better, you'd have more energy, you'd achieve some of the goals that you wanted to for your mind and body. But for some reason, life just keeps getting in the way and you're struggling to make progress more than a couple of weeks at a time. You just feel like you're too busy to really give it all of the focus that you know you need to. Believe me, I have been there and it's really bloody annoying. So today I want to help you get unstuck and teach you about one thing that has made a huge difference in my life personally and that could finally help you to start successfully making change. Welcome to the Busy Woman's Guide to Fitness and Wellness podcast, bringing you a weekly dose of fitness and wellness inspiration as we explore together how to get motivated and create a realistic and achievable way to stay active within a busy life while stepping away from guilt and the diet roller coaster for good. Together, we'll unpack some of the myths and unhelpful messages from the traditional fitness and diet industry so that you can find a better, kinder, more helpful way to fit exercise and wellness strategies into your life, improve your confidence and feel amazing. I'm your host, women's fitness and wellbeing coach, Alex Hubble, founder of ChickFit, mum of two, and a firm believer that exercise and eating well can go hand in hand with chocolate, wine, and lots of rest to create a happy life. You can find out more about me at chickfit.co.uk or head to my social media channels at alexchickfit. Well, hello, beautiful peeps. How are you this week? I hope that things are going well for you so far in 2023. Uh, I'm recording this mid-January. It's a bit of a funny time, isn't it? Because it's kind of lovely to hibernate a little bit, but it also feels like a really long time until spring arrives. And, you know, I think it can be really easy to fight against winter. And, you know, I hear a lot of people saying, oh God, I just hate it this time of year. I hate the dark. I hate the cold. I hate January. But, you know, and of course that when we do that, the experience we tend to have is less than lovely because we keep telling ourselves how flipping awful it is at this time of year. So I personally have decided to see this time of year as a real gift because we've got a little bit more time. We've got a little bit more space. There's not as much pressure to get stuff done as there is in December. We're probably not socialising as much. We're not going out as much. So it's a good opportunity to, to like go within ourselves a little bit, to really think about what we want in life to maybe make a few plans that are going to help us to get to the places that we want to go in life. And of course, this is the perfect time for it, isn't it? A lot of us think about making changes to our lives, our routines, our health at this time of year. You know, there's that sense of newness and freshness. And, you know, the fact that we aren't going out as much means there's not as much temptation in our path. So it kind of feels like it makes it the perfect time for us to really get focused. And so we get our rose-tinted specs on. We decide that this year, it's it's the year. This is the year that everything's going to change. I'm finally going to get fit. I'm finally going to lose weight. Or I'm finally going to find that elusive balance in my life. And do you know what? I want all of those things to happen for you. And I'm totally here this year to help you with that because I do not want to see all of those amazing plans going down the toilet by the time that we've reached February. And, you know, honestly, that's usually what happens. We all know that a lot of New Year's resolutions do not sustain they don't sustain beyond those first few weeks. And then we just feel a bit frustrated, don't we? Um, and I think that if that's the experience you've had before of making plans and, and them not sticking, then there could be one big thing that could be getting in your way. One big thing that you are not doing, 
which could be the success, the difference, sorry, between success and failure. And today we're going to talk about that, what that thing is and give you some strategies for creating a bit more success in your life, for bringing in a few more of the things that you want to with your fitness, your wellness, your health, and all of those kind of things as well. Before I do that though, If you are thinking about making some healthy habit changes this year, then I have got just the thing to help you. My free healthy habit reset is now available and ready for you to get stuck into. So this is a seven day reset and it's going to help you to take one healthy new habit that you'd love to incorporate into your life to help you feel better, to feel fitter, to feel healthier or however it is that you want to feel and to actually make it stick. So you'll get a welcome video, which is going to help you to pin down what habit you're going to choose and what is going to serve you best right now. That's then followed up by seven daily emails and a workbook, which together are going to support you along the way and give you everything you need. Now, it honestly is going to take you no more than about three or four minutes a day to do this. And those minutes are going to be very well spent because I know with every inch of my being that making one small habit change is the gateway to much bigger change. And possibly the gateway to completely changing your life, your health, your wellness, your fitness in 2023. Because success leads to success. Once you create one successful habit or you create one habit successfully, you are much more likely to go ahead and to do more and to add more into your life. So all you need to do, if this sounds like something that could really help you out this year, is head to habitreset.co.uk to grab that for free and I'll see you there. I've shared the link in the show notes for you as well and I hope you are going to love it. Right, so let's get on with this. So what's this one thing that you are not doing right now and which could actually be standing between you and the habit and lifestyle change that you really truly want to make? Well, it's actually not being willing to change. Now, I know you're all sitting there thinking, but of course I'm willing to change. That's exactly what I'm trying to do. That's exactly what I've said. But I want you to hear me out on this because this is a trap that I have fallen into many, many times. I've said, but I am changing, but I am putting in the work, but I am doing the things. I am creating a new habit. But then when I've looked back on it, if it, you know, if if it hasn't been successful, I haven't made the change that I want to make and I've looked back on it. And if I've been honest with myself, then often it's because I'm saying that I want to change. I'm acting as if I want to change, but truly I am not changing deep down. I'm not actually being willing to change the way that I'm doing things or to change my approach to things. And sometimes what I'm actually doing is I'm just trying to do the same thing over and over and over and over again. I'm hoping that I'm going to get a different result. And of course I'm not. And it's because I haven't been willing to change. And when you have that moment of clarity, that moment of realisation, it can change so much for you and it sends you in a different direction. It helps you to see things differently and it helps you to get really honest with yourself about, you know, what what is it that I think I'm doing, but that I'm not actually doing? Because the thing is, often when we say we want to change something in our lives, when we want to create a new habit that's going to help us in our lives, it's going to help us to feel the way we want to feel. What we actually are saying is, well, I just want it to miraculously become easy. (laughs) Like I suddenly want myself to suddenly have loads of willpower. Or we want our circumstances to change. We want life to quiet down for us. We want things to stop happening for us. We want the world to change for us. And often we're not really taking control of it. We're not taking responsibility for it. And we really want to change without having to really put the effort in to do that. We really want to change without really having to change our mindset, without really having to put that little bit of hard work into it. Because the truth is that sometimes when you make changes and when you create new habits and when you bring new things into your life, it's going to get uncomfortable sometimes and you're not going to want to do it. 
and it's going to feel hard and it's going to ask things of you that you're maybe not that prepared to give. But the thing is, when we resist that, uh, when we sort of, you know, we, we look, we look like we're putting the work in, but we're not really then we don't really change anything deep down. And when we don't change anything deep down, then the results that we get don't change either, you know? And the fact is that changing our lives, changing things in our lives requires bits that are going to be uncomfortable. It requires us to ask questions of ourselves. It requires us to be really, really honest with ourselves. So for example, looking at our beliefs, looking at our stories, looking at our actions, our approach, our priorities. So for example, if we continue to put exercise at the bottom of the list and continue to do all of the other things first and continue to make excuses about why we're too busy and we can't do the exercise and it's too hard today when we're feeling tired and we're not feeling motivated, what we're really saying is that we're unwilling to change our priorities because we keep putting it at the bottom of the list all the time. And it's we continue to say, well, everything else is more important this isn't really important to me. And, you know, when we do that, when we don't examine our priorities and look at our priorities, then we're not going to ultimately make that a more important part of our lives. So that's just one example of situations in which we might say, I want to exercise more, but we haven't reorganised our priorities in order to make that happen because we continue to think, well, but it's more important I get the washing done. It's more important that I, I don't know, go pick the kids up from school. We've got to do that. <laughs> that's a bad, that's a bad example. But you know, it's more important that the house is tidy. It's more important that I sit down at my desk for the next four hours. It's more important that I scroll through my phone for the next half an hour. It's more important that I do this and this and this and this. So we've said to ourselves, and you know, on the surface of it, we've said, I want to change. I want to add more exercise into my life. But the truth of it is we haven't reorganised our priorities in order to allow that to happen. We haven't looked at that and been really honest with ourselves and said, well, if I do want to prioritise this more, then something else is going to have to drop down the list. And that is the reality for most of us. We can't, you know, we're busy. We can't just keep cramming more and more and more stuff in. Like we're going to have to reprioritise. We're going to have to look at, you know, the way we approach that in order to create that as more of a priority in our lives. Another thing is our beliefs, for example. If our belief is that we hate exercise, and yet we're saying to ourselves, but I want to exercise more, then that's not necessarily going to go that well, is it? You know, we're going to keep believing, but I hate this, I hate this, I hate this, I hate this. Kind of like what I was talking about at the start with, you know, January, and, you know, a lot of us saying, oh God, I hate it, I hate the dark, I hate the cold, I just want it to be summer. So we make it hard for ourselves, make that time hard, make it feel horrible and heavy. The same thing if we keep telling ourselves, I hate exercise, I hate exercise, I hate exercise. It's going to keep being hard. And we've not delved down to actually think about, well, how can I change my beliefs? How can I alter my beliefs about this thing and about what exercise is and you know how it shows up in my life in order to make it more of a priority? Um, and again, we often don't do that. We'll often say, yes, I want to exercise more. And then every time we go to the gym or whatever, it just it feels bloody hard because we believe that it's going to feel hard. And you know what? Working out is hard work. Like I said, sometimes it's going to be uncomfortable. Sometimes it just is going to feel horrible and hard. And we're going to have to just power our way through it a little bit. But if we then focus on how we feel afterwards, so yeah, it might have been a hard workout. But then if we go, do you know what? Instead of focusing on how hard that was for that half hour, I'm going to focus on how bloody brilliant I feel for the rest of the day as a result. 
then we can start to flip that thinking. So we can start instead of saying to ourselves all the time, I hate exercise. This is horrible. I hate it. I don't like it. Instead, if we go, oh God, I love how I feel when I've exercised, then we're bringing in that much more positive approach. We're starting to change our beliefs. And when we change our beliefs about stuff, we start to change the actions that we take and we start to take more positive actions. So definitely just getting really honest with yourself. Like if you have tried to do certain things before, and I'm I'm using adding exercise as as a really easy example, but it could be, you know, multiple, multiple things. But for example, if you want to add exercise into your life and you've tried it over and over again, and you've always got stuck, then have a look at what's going on. Have a look at what you are not changing. And if you're not changing your beliefs about what exercise is, if you're not changing your priority list to allow more of it into your life, if you're not changing the actions that you take in order to do that thing, then it's not going to stick because we're not changing anything about ourselves. We're not changing anything deep down. So have a think about that because I think that, you know, again, like I say, it's hard to do this and I've done it for myself before. There are areas in my business, for example, where I have said to myself, oh, but I've been really busy and I've been working really hard and I've been doing all the things. And, you know, why am I not getting the result that I want to get out of this thing? And when I look back at it later, I'm like, okay, right. Yes. I see now. I see now that, you know, my beliefs about my ability to do that thing were rubbish. I see now that I was doing all the busy work, but I wasn't doing the the work that was going to be important to allow me to do that. And as soon as I've seen that, it's helped me to change my approach. And when I've changed my approach, I've got a better result out of it at the end. And exactly the same thing with all sorts of other things in life. So um, we need to look at that. We need to look at that. And I think as part of this as well, what tends to happen is that our ego steps in and our ego is an absolute, I'm not going to say the word, (laughs) um, but it, it just, it steps in and it wants us to prove ourselves right. Okay. So let's take that example of, I'm going to exercise more, but I hate exercise. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. It's horrible and hard. Our ego is going to step in. And even if we're trying to change, our ego is going to step in and go, I want to prove that I'm right. I believe exercise is hard. So I'm going to make it really bloody hard. I'm going to make it feel hard. And we just continuing to try and prove ourselves right all the time and to prove our beliefs right, and to prove that the actions we're taking are the right actions that we're, you know, to be taking. And go, well, it's not my fault. I'm doing all the right things, but nothing's changing. Where, you know, the fact of the matter is that we're not really changing. We're making a play of it. We're making a show of it. We're saying on the surface, of course I want this to change. But deep down underneath, our ego is going, No, I want to prove myself right. I want to prove that I hate exercise, that exercise is horrible. And so all of the actions that I take are going to lead me towards exercise is horrible. Rather than go, you know, letting the ego go and going, right, what do I actually need to do for myself? How am I going to change this? How am I going to prove my old self wrong? And that's essentially what we're doing. When we're making a change, when we're going in a new direction, what we're doing is we're proving our old self wrong. We're saying that for the last 10 years, I've told myself I hate exercise. I was wrong because look, I found something that I love, but often our ego doesn't want to allow us to do that. (laughs) So subconscious, and this is the thing, like a lot of this stuff is going on subconsciously. And this is why we need to stop and listen to what's going on because subconsciously, you know, we're going to keep taking actions that are going against what we say we want 
if we haven't subconsciously changed those beliefs and changed the way that we think about things. You know, we're going to continue to tell ourselves those stories and say, see, I told you, I told you that exercise is horrible. So be aware of the ego, be aware of what the ego is trying to do, be aware of the ego trying to prove you right, trying to prove that all the stuff that you've always done is correct. Because we don't really want to admit that what we've been doing for the last 10, 15, 20 years is not quite right. <laughs> so be very aware of that. Um, and I think the final nail in the coffin, often for many of us, where, about this, this like willingness to change, is that we often separate ourselves from other people. We often say things like, it's easier for them because it's okay for her because she must be more motivated. It's okay for her because she's got more time. It's okay for her because she doesn't work as much as I do. It's okay for her because she likes exercise. And we can, you know, we separate ourselves from others. We, we look around us and we, we, we basically say to ourselves, but it's harder for me. It's just harder for me. I can't do this. It's harder for me. And we keep saying that to ourselves over and over again. And it, it gives us that, that, you know, sense of righteousness. Again, it's our ego. It's our ego stepping in and saying, yeah, but you can't do this because, you know, it's harder for you. You don't have as much time as she does. You don't have the same motivation that she does. You don't like exercise in the way that she does. And, you know, it gives us an amazing excuse, doesn't it? An amazing excuse to not look a little bit deeper at ourselves because we're looking at other people and pretending that for some reason it's easier for them. And I'm not saying that it, you know, obviously there are times when it is easier for other people. Of course it is. If somebody has got grown up kids who have left home and they've got more time, if somebody works part-time, they're going to have more time. Of course, of course there is some truth in that. But I think where we do ourselves down, where we do ourselves damage with this is when we keep saying over and over again, we keep comparing ourselves to others. It's okay for her because rather than going, well, actually it doesn't really matter what anybody else does because this is about what I'm going to do for me. This is about what's important for me. This is about what I need to change in my life and in myself and for myself that is going to allow me to get the things that I want to get. So, you know, stop separating yourself out from others because, you know, like I say, that is another way that we we don't allow ourselves to change. That's another way that the ego comes in and says, you see, you can't do it because you don't have the time. She's got the time. It's all right for her. You don't have the time. And so again, we're like proving ourselves right and giving us amazing excuses really to not look at ourselves really deeply and look at the real true change that we need to make within ourselves. And, you know, I, I'm saying all of this with love, with lots and lots and lots of love, all of this from a place of somebody who has been confronted with this many, many times. Like I say, I've been there and I've looked at it and it's at times like that that I finally change that I finally change the way I'm approaching things, that I finally change the way I'm thinking, that I finally start to change my beliefs. And when I change my beliefs, I then change my actions and the actions serve me so, so much better. You know, so just be aware of all those things. Be aware of how you might be creating the illusion of wanting to change, but not the actual reality of changing. Be aware of how your ego is running the show, how your ego wants to prove that you can't do it, that it's too hard for you compared to others that you were right all along when you said you didn't like exercise. You know, there's something within us that wants to be the victim sometimes, that wants to be the victim, that it just can't possibly do this thing. And that serves us, that serves us in some way, trying, you know, being the victim and all of this. But what I've done 
is I've come to that realization sometimes and I have to keep doing it to myself. Like it keeps happening. It keeps happening. It keeps happening. So I need to keep looking at myself and saying, right, what is it that I'm saying, but not actually doing, not actually putting into practice? And so I'm going to move on now to talk a little bit about a few things that I have done for myself. So when I've come to that realization that that I've not truly been willing to change, these are a few of the things that I have done. So number one is take responsibility. So stop expecting things to change for you. Stop expecting the world to miraculously bring you the things that you want and stop playing victim to circumstance. And again, I say this with lots and lots and lots of love, but we need to take responsibility. And sometimes we avoid doing that. Sometimes we we want to blame everything outside of ourselves for why things aren't changing. We like to blame lack of time. We like to blame the fact that we've got to do stuff for the kids. We like to blame the fact that it's harder for us. We like to blame the fact that we hate exercise, all of those things. And until we take responsibility, nothing will truly change. We're going to stay stuck, you know, and there are enough actual valid reasons for us to not do things. So let's not make extra ones up as well. And that's the truth of it. I'm not here saying that there aren't, you know, there's no no reason in the world you could possibly not do the exercise. Like there's lots and lots of reasons that we might not be able to do those things or that make it harder or that get in our way. Of course there are valid reasons, but we tend to add extra ones on top. We tend to add extra ones that aren't quite so valid and aren't really helping us out. So taking responsibility that, taking responsibility for the fact that you need to change, something within you needs to change. Stop looking outside yourself. Stop looking at other things, other circumstances, other reasons that it's not working for you and start to look inside yourself. The second thing is acknowledging what you haven't been doing to get the result that you want or what you haven't been willing to do. So maybe you're not willing to be uncomfortable. Maybe you're not willing to do things that are hard. Maybe you're not willing to change the way that you think. Maybe you're not willing to change your priorities. What is that thing or those things that have you haven't been doing? So where you've been saying on the surface, yes, I want to change. Yes, I want this thing. But deep down, you haven't been willing to actually make certain changes or you haven't been willing to bring discomfort and things like that into your life. And then following on from that, number three, decide what you are willing to change to get the result. And, you know, by the way, it's okay to decide that now is not the time. It's okay to decide, actually, I don't want, I, I don't want to make those changes right now. I don't want to make that a priority. That's okay. But if that is the decision then at least it's a decision. Because what a lot of us do is we spend time in purgatory. We spend time saying, I want to change, I want to change, I want to do this, I want to achieve this, I want to get to the gym, I want to exercise more, I want to look after myself, but not truly doing the things. And then we're in purgatory all the time. We're hating it because we want to change, but we can't change and we get stuck. So at least if you make a decision and you look at it and you say, do you know what? I'm not actually, I'm not in a place right now where I am willing to change this thing at least you know now, at least you've made a decision, (laughs) at least you know exactly where you are. But you may also go, actually, do you know what? I am willing. I am willing to get uncomfortable. I am willing to do the hard thing now. I'm going to do that. So just be clear about it. Be clear about what you are now willing to do and also what you're not willing to do. So you take yourself out of purgatory and you've got clarity. And then number four, the final thing is work on your mindset. I talk about this a lot because it's so flipping important. Work in your mindset, your self-talk, your beliefs, because these are the things that ultimately are going to change the way that you, you take action. If you don't change your mindset, if you're not willing to do that, if you're not willing to change the way you talk to yourself, 
then ultimately things aren't going to change for you. You're going to stay stuck. You're going to stay in the same place. So work on your mindset. Um, that could be through journaling. I have found journaling to be a really useful way of doing that, to work through things. And quite often what happens is I can sit down and journal. I'm in a negative space. And by the time I finish my journaling, I'm like, okay, right, I've talked myself around on that. I've talked through the problem and I understand. I understand what's going on now. I understand what I haven't been doing. And I understand what different action I'm going to take. So journaling can be really helpful. Meditation can be helpful. Because in order to, you know, change our mindset and our self-talk, we need to get more aware of what's going on in our minds. A lot of us keep ourselves so busy each day, so busy doing, 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 and crossing things off the to-do list that we can't listen in. We can't get a sense of what's actually going on within us. But when we meditate, we slow ourselves down. We start to understand ourselves a little bit better and we start to listen in a little bit better. Visualizations as well. And just an awareness, just becoming aware of the decisions you're making on a daily basis. So, for example, if you decide to not do the workout, you've made the decision and that's, that isn't a priority for you today. And that's totally okay. That's fine to make that decision. But be conscious of those decisions that you're making and be conscious that you're making those decisions for the right reasons as well. So if you go through the whole week, you haven't done a single workout all week and then you get to Friday, you're like, oh God, I really should have done a workout. I don't know why I didn't do that. I could have done that the other day and I didn't do it. Um, then get conscious about what, well, what happened? Why did that happen? And be very clear if you've decided to do a workout that day and you don't do it, what was the decision you were making? Was the decision you were making that actually it wasn't a priority and something else was more of a priority for you today? Or was the decision that you were making was you can't be bothered? You know, what was that? So just an awareness. It's getting aware. It's slowing yourself down and getting aware of what's going on and what's happening for you. So yeah, those are my four things. So take responsibility. Acknowledge what you haven't been doing to get the result you want, what you think you might have been doing, but you haven't been doing. Decide what you are now willing to do to get the result and then work on your mindset, your self-talk and your beliefs as well. So does any of that ring any bells with you? Have you had any aha moments if, as you've been listening to this? You know, And I think if you've ever struggled with changing your habits and your lifestyle, then it's pretty likely that there's something in here that you can identify with something in here that is getting in your way. You know, we're all amazing at doing the busy work, aren't we? We're all amazing at doing the things that have to be done, at ticking the jobs off the to-do list, at looking busy, at looking as if we're doing the stuff. But we're not so good sometimes at doing the things that actually matter, the things that are actually going to move the needle for us and are actually going to get us the long-term results that we want to. And, you know, I really strongly believe that if you can be willing to create change within yourself dig that little bit deeper into what's stopping you right now, then you've got an amazing opportunity to really see progress, to really move forward. It's when that mindset changes that everything changes. Every one of us has that possibility within ourselves. It just sometimes takes a little bit of honesty to truly unleash that and to begin to reveal that and to begin to re reveal what we're really possible of doing. So good luck with this. It does require a bit of thinking, I, you know, and all of this, like I say, was said with lots of love, because I think that, you know, this isn't about beating yourself up and being hard on yourself. It's just about being a bit honest. It's just about going a little bit deeper. 
And I hope that hearing this today has encouraged you to do that for yourself as well. So if you want help, don't forget to go and grab the Healthy Habit Resets at habitreset.co.uk because that's going to totally help you along the way. And do let me know via Instagram at alexchickfit what you thought about today's episode. So for now, I'm going to say goodbye. Have the most wonderful week. And I'm going to see you back here again next week. Thank you so much for joining me today for the Busy Woman's Guide to Fitness and Wellness. Don't forget to come over and join me on my social media channels at Alex Chickfit for plenty more inspiration.